Riot Squad, a female-powered media agency proudly presenting Camp Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania's first and only DIY punk rock summer camp, September 1st through 3rd in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Come camp with us for three nights of non-stop punk rock all weekend long, with over 40 bands and tons of activities. Tickets on sale now at camppunksylvania.com. That's camp, P-U-N-K-S-Y-L-V-A-N-I-A dot com. See you there. Hi, I'm Lewis, and this is your mixtape. Welcome to another episode of Your Life's a Mixtape. Um, this week, I am joined uh, by somebody that I have followed on TikTok for quite some time. One of my favorite creators on the app. Uh, he is a musical theater fan, movie buff, theme park enthusiast, coffee lover, just all around my kind of person. Please welcome to the show the one and only Lewis. How are you, sir? Hey, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thanks for having me today. Glad to be here. Um, so fan of music, yes? Definitely, definitely. In a wide range of genres and just, yeah, as you mentioned, love musical theater, love movies. So I got a wide range of music. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And convenient uh, for this show. Uh, so tell me, uh, what is your favorite song right now? Oh, gosh. Uh, I feel like it changes by the hour almost. But I would say right now I've been listening to a lot of uh, Cold Heart um, by Elton John and Dua Lipa, the remix. Uh, nice. I just love it. It's just so much fun. I know it's not too new. It's been out for a while, but I just keep going back to it. It's just so great. I love dancing to it, too, in my room. It's just it's fun. It's a fun song. It is a fun song. I love that song. Um, so who who is an artist that you feel like everyone should be listening to? You know, I um, I guess I got about two responses because I was toggling between two. Uh, one is Kaigo or Kigo. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but Kaigo. Um, he does a lot of great remixes. I love his work. I mean, he's done a lot of remixes for, you know, more classic songs like with Whitney Houston um, um, and um, Donna Summer. Um and I just love like just the, the twist that he puts on them. And they're just the fun songs, brings new life into classics. And just, I listen to him a lot. So I feel like everyone should go ahead and give him a listen or download. Um, he has great work. He even does his own original work. Um, another favorite of mine, this is going to go back quite a few decades, but I was introduced to Edith Piaf, um, Ooh, nice. a French singer. Yeah. So I, 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 li I love pop. I do. And I mean, I'll stick with pop and top 40, but I try to like, ranged it you know expand a little bit on it but Ida Piaf I was actually introduced to her because of my movie buff um from the film Inception and they used her as you know basically the means of getting out of the dreams uh they had to listen to her song as the signal to be like okay it's time to get out of here and I remember just loving her voice and just falling in love with her and I was like let me give her a little bit more of a listen and just all her songs are just magic I mean I have no idea what she's saying because I don't speak French <laughs> but um she just has a soothing voice the melody it's just it, it's just amazing and um yeah I would say give her a listen to it just it makes you feel good even as background music when you're working 
through the day or just on a car ride home in traffic. She's just lovely to listen to too. So she's another one I would say put that on the list. Nice. And that is funny enough, the only other person to ever mention Edith Piaf on the show uh, was actually Fifi Dobson. Oh, how fun. So well done. <laughs> um, so taking it back a little bit, uh, what is the first song that you remember hearing? Oh my gosh. I, well, you know, I grew up with Disney. I'm a Disney kid. Uh, I mean, I'm actually based in Florida. So, you know, I, I, Disney's my life. Um, so I, I would probably say the first song I remember hearing is definitely Disney, like those classic 90s songs. I remember being taken to the movie theater to see Beauty and the Beast and um, Aladdin in the early 90s. And so I just remember all those, all those Disney classics. So that was definitely the first songs I remember. I can go back in my memory and be like, yeah, I remember. It's probably how I got introduced to becoming a Disney person. Just, you know, Disney in the brain right away. <laughs> I love it. Um, what, what is the song that always makes you cry? I would say, <laughs> I would say recently it's been, uh, I don't know if you watched This Is Us, but that show, uh, gosh, I'm kind of glad it's over uh, <laughs> that, because my mental health cannot handle it. Uh, but it's a great show, but they always consistently play the song. Uh, they had to play it like three times. Uh, and it's always in the status parts of the show too. So this is probably why it makes me cry all the time, but it's a great song. It's called to build a home by the cinematic orchestra. And as soon as you hear it, you're just like, Oh, this is it. My, my soul is about to be crushed, but you, in a good way, because the show is great. But, uh, I would say that song, and I don't know why I do this to myself, but sometimes I'll go and like actually listen to the song voluntarily. <laughs> um, and it just floods all my life memories and just all this stuff and you know i'm in the car like crying over it and so yeah it, it, that one that one definitely gets me going for sure and probably will it's just a sad song but it, it's in a bittersweet way i like it i'm here for it <laughs> um what is your guilty pleasure song like it's a terrible song but you just you love it yeah i <laughs> you know uh love you know going with the musicals um i'm a big big fan of greece but not so much the first greece greece 2 greece yes. 2 the whole movie like the whole movie is my guilty pleasure like it's not a good movie and it's just honestly like it's just bad and, and like but i just love it all the songs are amazing the one i always go to though is cool writer um like that is my guilty pleasure i'll go in i pretend to act like michelle pfeiffer climbing up that ladder like just life like that was probably my gay awakening too so like who knows but um like it, it's just it's a fabulous song like i'm happily married and all of that but i'm like i see myself you know dancing and singing that to my husband be like i want a cool writer you know all this stuff but um it's just a great song i love it it's it's definitely my guilty pleasure song i um fun fact i don't like the original greece but i love greece too same same i so, i mean i know greece is the classic right everyone goes to greece so whenever you see like broadway revivals they're always going to do the first one but for some reason the second one just hit more for me and you know yeah. i know that's the one that always gets the hate but i don't know greece too that's the one i would uh maybe one day like to see on stage more than the first one so <laughs> yes definitely greece too and girl for all seasons is my favorite song from from that film um what's what's the best song to sing in the shower oh 
gosh, I uh, I hate the way I sound, so I rarely ever sing in the shower. <laughs> but when I'm alone or I'm in the mood, I feel like uh, something easy is probably uh, Poker Face from Lady Gaga. <laughs> I just nice. start yelling Poker Face, you know, and just start doing the hand motions in the shower, you know, and all that, just having fun with it. Uh, that's a fun song. I, I love that song. That's a for me. That's a classic. I remember hearing that when I was in college and um, being introduced to Lady Gaga then, and uh, quickly becoming a little monster. So that that song, even though she came out with so many more songs since then, I think that's the, that's my go to. That's my go to shower song. That's of all her songs. That's the one that'll get stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. It's easy to as well because it's just the melody and just the lyrics and not as hard to remember you know especially if you just have to keep going po- 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 poker face you know so you know carry my gear and I, I can't remember the rest of it i'm just like yeah there's something something but um but they're definitely not the hardest lyrics so you know it's easy to get uh, going in the shower and be your own musical concert <laughs> <laughs> uh what song best summarizes what love is gosh i uh well, you know, I'm going to go to my wedding song for that one. So our uh, first dance was You Matter to Me um, from the Broadway show Waitress. Um, but the cover version that was done by Sarah Bareilles and Jason Mraz. And Sarah Bareilles wrote the music for Waitress. Um, and I absolutely love her. Sarah Bareilles is amazing. So we actually came out and uh, had our first dance to that song. And I just, it's, we, we deemed it our Broadway show too. Uh, because, uh, you know, my, you know, as you see on my um social media my account name is you know coffee talk with lulu and so i put lulu a lot and lulu is a nickname that i have um that people have been giving me so i was just like I'm just i run with it um and then the show she opens up a shop called lulu's pies and it's spelled differently but it's still the you know the same name essentially and then because of pies um my husband and i actually met on pie day so march 14th so like every year um on pie day on march 14th we'll eat pie together it's like a little bit of an anniversary tradition so when the show is like you know we love the show it's a great show but so when we saw like the themes around pie and baking and then diner at the end of the shop gets called lulu so we just themed out our broadway show and that's just the one that we go with all the time because we love the theater together so the song that's in there where she sings to her love interest um who was played by jason mraz at one point um um, Dr. Pramada is the character's name. It's just a beautiful song, just, just kind of simplifies love. And just, you know, again, just the title of it, you know, you matter to me, you know, every, nothing else really matters in life, you know, all the intricacies. And so we really found love with that song. It's a beautiful uh, number in the show. And we just, even on its own, it's beautiful. So we made that our wedding song and um, we, we, we love it. So I, I, I would say for personal reasons, that's the one I'm going to go with. I love that. That's, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Um, so on the flip side of that, uh, what is the best song about a breakup? Gosh, you know, I, I think, I think it all depends on how you're feeling. You know, there are some good old breakup songs where you're just angry and you just hate the person and they have those songs like that. And I just love a good song like that. We're just like, let's just trash the person. Let's be you know upset. But I would say probably the one that I go back to or I think is probably the best one has been done by Adele uh, called Someone Like You. Um, mm. It's an amazing song. I mean, she just, I mean, obviously Adele is amazing, but the way it was written, I, I feel when you, when you're at that level of listening to a song like Someone Like You, it just shows, it, it, for me, it brings to life the maturity of growing out of the breakup and grieving and of course, accepting that, you broke up for whatever reason it might be 
and that you don't wish ill on the person. You know, at the end of the day, you look back and I, I've looked back on previous relationships and I'm like, you know, it just didn't work out for whatever reason, you know, had my fault, you had yours, whatever, because, you know, in, in the first, you know, in the, um, I guess the initial breakup, of course, you're like, you know, anger and sad and all these feelings, regardless of who initiated it. But then as you move on in life and you're just like, you know what, I wish you well, you know, I just hope, to, you know, and, and there are good memories that come out of our relationship, you know, not, not everything was bad, but you can hold on to those good memories a little bit. Um, as opposed to just focusing on the bad, it just shows a level of maturity. And I, you know, that you've kind of grown a little bit and just realized, you know what, I get it. Let's life goes on, let's move on and no hate. And I felt like someone like you just kind of illustrated that so well that it could be argued that in the song, she's also hoping deep down that there was, you know, that maybe if I knew then what I knew now, I could have saved the relationship back then. But, and maybe in some regards, even before I met my husband, I thought that way about previous relationships. I'm like, oh, maybe if I had the maturity, you know, then that I did now, would I have handled things a little bit differently, you know, that would have prevented our, that, that fight that crossed the line. Um, but you know what, that's not how life works. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, what happens happens. So, you know, again, going into the chorus of that song, like I just, you know what, it, nothing bad. You're not bad. I just wish you well. And I hope to meet someone like you, or at least the parts of you that are good. I just keep bringing that, you know, as I keep growing and evolving and knowing what I want in a partner. Um, you know, so for me, I just think that's the most probably beautiful breakup song, um, that culminates the whole like grieving process of a breakup that comes out of, you know, when you're done grieving it and you've matured enough to where you can move on. So. That is a fantastic answer. Well <laughs> I know I rambled there for a second, but I know I rambled there for a little bit, but I, I was like, I, I remember it was like, ah, oh, that one. Yeah. I go back to that song a little bit. It's just a great song too. Anyway, it's just, it's a fabulous song. Um, what is a song that you once loved, but you've listened to it recently and you're like, oh, this has not aged well. <laughs> um, uh, you know, probably songs that I find on TikTok, I think I'm going to love <laughs> and especially since I'm on TikTok all the time and I'm just, you know, seeing the trends and I'll download the song and be like, this song is great. And you know, it is because on TikTok you, you get. A snippet of the song so then you think you're gonna love the whole song so one of those songs for me was body from megan the stallion and i loved it and i downloaded the whole song and i love it but then i feel like when i listen to it now whenever it goes into the body 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 i just i start i'm like i can't listen to this anymore like it's just <laughs> annoying me <laughs> there's too many bodies and uh so i feel like but in the, when it was such a trend everyone was dancing to it i was like yeah body body yada 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 you know and i'm like and now i'm like ah you know what i'm moving on so but not to say it's not a good song but just probably it's like that song that you hear on the radio too much and it's like i'm just i can't listen to it no more <laughs> that's it, yeah <laughs> any 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 of the like okay for for instance um the uh a b c d e f u song yes i fucking one. loved it and i downloaded the whole thing and i went i don't like this so much i just like that 30 seconds to a minute that they give you and then i'm like okay well that was fun love hate with tiktok sometimes you know they they give you some good stuff and then you're like ah eh, you know you fooled me tiktok i i really only just like those 15 seconds you know That's yes. it. <laughs> uh what what is the greatest song from a film soundtrack you know, being, me being a movie buff, or at least a self-proclaimed one, I love movies. So I'm all for the Oscars and 
you know, I watch, I watch all the nominees before the show, you know, to see what wins and who wins. But um, so for me, the film soundtracks, I'll listen to such randomness. I really will. Uh, but um, one that I always go back to that I think honestly is probably one of the best ones in recent memory has been from the soundtrack of Call Me By Your Name, um, which starred Timothy Chalamet. But um, the song is called Visions of Gideon. Uh, it's just, it's an amazing, amazing song. And it, like just hits you in like at least for me deep in my core just the emotions and i think because of it is probably the scene that it's in that makes me keep going back to it there's a scene at the end where you know timothy chalamet's character is just staring into space into the fireplace and that's how the movie ends and he's just like kind of just he's so sad he's just reflecting but he's also you can see in his face he's happy that it happened with his relationship with um, army hammer's character and just so all these emotions that are going through that you just feel that he illustrated so well and brought to life as an actor. But I think the song just brought, you know, just elevated that much more. So I listen to it on its own so much and just what it means um, to just reflect on that bittersweetness of being sad, something's over, but being happy that it happened. And I think the song was just one of the most amazing songs I've listened to from a film soundtrack in recent years. So that's the one I go with. Excellent answer. Excellent answer. What film uh, has the greatest soundtrack overall? You know, I'll probably be in the minority for this one. I don't know. That's even if people really I, I know the film or so, but I'm a huge, um, I love a good love letter to Hollywood. So my favorite film of all time is La La Land. So I'm going to go with that soundtrack. Um, the soundtrack is just, it's a fun soundtrack. I listen to it too. And just on its own, we actually, so <laughs> my husband and I walked out, uh, we got introduced in our wedding to one of the songs because uh, we had a Hollywood themed wedding uh, that we kind of did our own love letter to Hollywood and the Oscars. But um, again, going back to that movie buff vibe. So just La La Land. I just fell in love with that film and the whole soundtrack because it's just one big love letter to Hollywood. Not that Hollywood or LA is anything like that. We went on <laughs> vacation to LA and uh, ironically, I didn't even hit any traffic. And I go, I feel duped. You know, the whole opening number of La La Land is them dancing on their cars in traffic. And I, you know, we had no traffic. And you're like, hello, I'm in Hollywood. There should be traffic. <laughs> but, uh, but also LA and Hollywood is just not that pretty either. And, you know, and uh, I get that. So, uh, and that's coming from someone who was originally from New York. And everyone's like, oh, New York City is so beautiful. And I'm like, let me tell you some things about New York City. Okay. You know, but, uh, but yeah, so, but the movie itself is just fun and I love it. It's just a great film. So the whole soundtrack for me, is just, I love it. it for me. It's the best one. So it's always my favorite. All right. So I'm, I'm, I'm very curious, uh, what your answer to this next question is going to be. Okay. Uh, what is the greatest song from a Disney film? Greatest song from a Disney film. Oh my gosh. Oh. You know, that, that one's stumping me a little bit. I, I actually, my gut, it, the one I go back with, I'm going to say is Out There from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Um, I, you know, of course, the cliche one right now is to say Let It Go from Frozen or so, <laughs> but, and don't get me wrong, love Let It Go, love Don't Talk About Bruno, right? That's the big one at the moment. Uh, from Encanto, but I, I, the one that I would say is that I grew up with, you know, 90s Disney, um, that even till this day has aged so well, is just out there from Hunchback and Hunchback. Anytime you hear that song, it's just a beautiful, beautiful number. It's actually, I mean, and, and because of just, you could tell how amazing it is because it's still featured in the Disney theme parks, you know, even to this day, they put it in the fireworks shows. 
um, you know, even though they're using the new content like from Frozen or Encanto, they'll they'll have those plugins from a Hunchback of Notre Dame because they just know how you know how popular that song is because it's just a beautiful, beautiful song. Um, so well done, you know, as the the when he sings, you know, just to be out there for one day um, with the people, with the crowd, you know. I, I, and even if you don't know the movie, you don't love the movie, you can even appreciate what he's singing because how many of us sometimes feel excluded. And, you know, we want to be included or we just want to go out there and be part of the crowd, you know, or just be, you know, popular or whatever, be loved. And so, um, you know, it, it's, it's hard not to relate to some some of the lyrics there, you know, uh, despite the story and the context surrounding it, but even just on its own. But I would say probably that for me, that'd be the best one. Uh, I, I was I, the whole 90s Disney, of course, was, you know, <laughs> Disney, I feel like was a whole new level. Uh, not to say that the films today aren't good, but I would say 90s Disney, you know, and I'm biased. I grew up with 90s Disney. I'm a 90s kid. So um, but out there from Hunchback of Notre Dame, for sure. I like that. Um, you know, Hunchback was kind of underrated because it, it's not real like music heavy. But the music that's in it is, is fantastic. It's so underappreciated. Yeah, it was. I definitely think it was a film that was made well before its time, you know, and, and especially as an adult, when you hear some of the lyrics or you hear some of those songs, especially when um, Frollo, you're like, oh, I didn't realize I was watching this at like seven years yeah. old. But, <laughs> you know, because there are some heavy, very heavy things in that movie. But it's so, so good. I mean, Topsy Turvy is another fun one that gets sung. And I just love that. Um, God Help the Outcast. Just, I mean, just such power in that soundtrack and just that film. Um, to your point, not so many songs, but um, when they hit, they hit hard. So uh, yeah. that's not, that whole soundtrack, is, 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 it went hard. But um, yeah, definitely a heavy film for sure, especially for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they did, um, they did like a test run of a musical version in Europe several years ago. Um, mm -hmm. if, you, if you can track down the cast recording of that, it's fucking fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I got to see a stage production here recently. Um, I don't know if it was the same one, but I know I was hoping they would bring it here because I, I, I think it would do so well on Broadway, honestly. Yeah. Uh, what is the song that whenever it comes on, you just absolutely have to dance to it. Yeah. You know, uh, I would say shut up and dance from walk the mood. That one, uh, that's just, that's a fun song. I remember my friend introducing me to that song was like, have you ever heard of this song? You know, shut up. And I'm like, no, why? And, and, and it wasn't mainstream yet. It really didn't become popular. So I heard it and I just, I fell in love with it right away. And even to this day, I mean, I know it's been a couple of years now. Uh, whenever that song comes on, that's like my wedding song. That's like my, you know, let me just get up at a party and just start dancing to it. It's just fun. It's a fun song. It has those throwbacks to the eighties and nineties, you know, vibes to it. Um, it's just a fun song. I love it. I just love it. It's a great song. love the music video to it. Uh, yeah. The, I, I, and it made me actually follow Walk the Moon a little bit more. They have some great material. So uh, that's another one I would add to my go back of uh, go listen to them. You know, they're another artist. They have some great songs. Excellent answer. Uh, what is the song that means the most to you uh not necessarily because of the song itself the song itself could be trash um but because of <laughs> like the memories you have attached to it uh you know i would say that one that i go back to a lot uh that resonates with me the most uh it's a broadway song it's from wicked uh i would say it's thank goodness um 
Yeah, it's not the most popular song from the soundtrack. I think a lot of people, when they hear of Wicked, they think Defying Gravity or Popular or, you know, um, The Wizard and I, you know, they really don't think of the song Thank Goodness. But Thank Goodness um, is sung by Glinda, uh, the Good Witch, and it's the beginning of Act Two. And I remember first listening to it and just really, really just hitting home with me. And, be- and it really struck a chord because it brought back a lot of memories. I think it was, res- you know, even till this day, uh, just that whole song, the whole whole vibe. Um, the, the reason behind it is because I think the power behind the lyrics. I mean, Glinda has it all. She she became so successful. She's so popular. She got everything she wanted. All her dreams came true. She's got the man of her dreams. You know, everything good happened to her. Whereas you know, Elphaba of course is on the flip side of that. But in Act Two, Glinda has. It. But this song, you can just the way it's delivered. She's just so so sad while pretending to be happy because at the end she's like, I have everything I want. And she's like, but why am I, why am I sad still? Like, why, you know, is this really what I wanted? Is what's missing? You know, why am I still feeling sad? And then there's a part of her that feels guilty for feeling sad because she recognizes that she has it all and that she has all these privileges. And I think just that whole song and the way it's carried out hits so much for me because there's been so many times I've been in situations where I made my career goals happen or I made a dream happen. And I'm like, listen, I got it. I'm here. But then what, why am I still feeling this angst or, you know, as if like it wasn't what I thought it was going to be and I'm feeling disappointed, but now I'm feeling guilty for feeling disappointed because I know that for years, it's what I always wanted. So, I mean, there's just so much I relate with, with that song that honestly, for me, that's probably the one out of the whole Wicked soundtrack that I always go back to, even though I know like Defying Gravity, amazing, you know, super, probably one of the best Broadway shows out, uh, songs out there, but thank goodness it's just that dark horse that comes in and can really just hit you in the gut because it's just so realistic to how sometimes we as humans, we're just never satisfied or we're just never, you know, or we think we know what we want and then we get it and we're like, why am I still not happy? What's missing? And then you have to go through this whole journey emotionally of figuring that out while you're still trying to convince yourself, like, I'm, you know, I'm still happy. I'm still, you know, no, everything's great. Life is great. Let me put it on social media to prove to the world and myself that I'm happy. And it's like, but there's still something missing. And I feel like it's just such a realistic song out of the whole show. It's the one that um, I, it, I remember gut punching me the most when I heard it. Excellent. Um, if you were on RuPaul's Drag Race, what would be your ideal lip sync for your life song? <laughs> oh what a great show um i would say for me i would go to lady gaga hair from the born this way album Ooh. i love hair i listen to that song so much i wish it was more popular than it is i feel like from that album you hear songs like edge of glory and born this way and all great songs but hair you know it needs some love that is just a fantastic fantastic song I, and, and it's just honestly the way it goes I can feel myself just dancing my heart out, like just dancing my ass off, you know, especially on a show like RuPaul's Drag Race. So that's the one like I would break a sweat to, you know, I actually exercise that song. It's just it's a great, great song. That would be my that would be my that would be my song for lip syncing for my life. Excellent choice, sir. Excellent. choice. (laughs) Uh, What's your theme song? My theme song. Um. That's a good one. That's a good one. What's my theme song? Um, I would say it's Blaze from Colby Calais. Um, yeah, I love her. She is she's just a whole mood and just a whole vibe. And I, I love to live my life. You know, if you follow me on social media, you'll see. I mean, you know, from seeing, I just, I like to have fun. 
I mean, I, I'm serious at times too, especially with the world we're living in. But like, you know, I, I just try to have fun, make memories, live as carefree as I can, live in the moment because life is, you know, it's it's short. And, um, you know, I've sadly been reminded too, too many times that, you know, it's never guaranteed tomorrow. So Blaze is one of those songs that I've just made into my theme song where I'm like, just be happy, go lucky, be carefree, enjoy your life. Blaze is a song that's just so much fun. It feels good. It makes you smile. It makes you feel good in the heart. Um, it's just about just just live in the moment, you know, and um, try try to not be distracted from all the white noise that's out there. So I would say my theme song, I always make it a point to make it that song, Blaze. I love that song, actually. Yeah, it's a good song. It's a feel-good song for sure. Um, who, who is an artist that is considered a one hit wonder that you feel like should have been bigger? Oh, you know, I would say Bonnie McKee is who comes to mind. Mm -hmm. She did a song called American Girl. And this song is life. Like I... The gay man in me, like, I am, like, I, I just love it. It's just, it is, like, a, for me, it could be a, a gay iconic song. Like, I just want to be in a convertible, driving down a highway, just bla blasting that song, especially when she goes into the chorus of, like, just, it, like, blasting it on, like, the summertime, down the beach, coastline. Like, that's the kind of vibe you get when you listen to that song. And I loved it. I wish I was, like, who is this girl? Who is this woman who's singing this song? Like, let me do, let me, let me, like, she needs to be popular. And I just, I feel like I haven't heard much from her. I feel like that's like the one song that I heard from her and, and you know, and, and maybe I didn't do enough justice by doing my own research on her, but I just feel like she's not as mainstream as I would have, you know, I would have thought as soon as I heard that song come out, I was like, oh yeah, we're going to be hearing more of this, uh, of this artist. But, you know, we haven't heard much from her, Bonnie McKee But I would say just that one song alone, go, go and download it. It's, it's a, it's, it's a good song. It's a good song to blast on the card, you know, down the coast for sure. She, um, did a concert at a club that I worked at uh, in Atlanta mm -hmm. around Pride. Uh, it's probably been like 10 years ago. Um, just absolutely fantastic performer. Um, she is fantastic. And you are absolutely correct. She should have been bigger. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just got that. I was like, yeah, like more songs. Like, let's, 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 uh, hashtag, you know, justice for Bonnie, you know, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is the song that reminds you of home? Um, I would say it's Castle on the Hill from Ed Sheeran, which is weird because I didn't grow up in Ireland, <laughs> nor did I have a castle. But uh, I just think the whole song in general, it just it, it forces you to think about your own life growing up and your own home. Um, I love the song so much, even though he's reflecting on his own memories. It And I can't relate to his memory. I, I, I didn't. I didn't run up a hill, you know, like I don't, I didn't have any hills, but there's no castle. Um, but it just made me think of my home. I'm from Staten Island, New York originally. And it just brought me back to the days I was a kid playing with my friends, you know, around the block or, you know, being in the school drama club, you know, or being a boy scout and, you know, having those opportunities and making those friendships and relationships. And, you know, when, when Ed Sheeran singing about what's happening to them today, you know, while I couldn't personally relate because, you know, maybe they didn't have the same situation. It, it does make me think of like, Oh, I wonder where they are today. Or, you know, and we all grew up and, you know, went our own separate ways and how cool would it be to have a reunion like that? You know, because if I went home now to my hometown, I mean, that's, you know, I've been, I've been gone for 15 years. Uh, it, it's all different. So, uh, you know, that song, you know, it, it definitely brought back a lot of memories, makes me think of home. 
Um, I mean, of course, despite that, you know, I come from a place where instead of castles, it's skyscrapers and bridges and, and um, also Staten Island's known for its lovely um, landfill. So that, that's, that's what I have. But, uh, so, uh, but, but, you know, the, the, the relation is there, the, the, you know, the connection is there. So that's the one that I think of. Great song. I love that song. That's, that's my favorite song off that album. Now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great album. Uh, I have to say that was uh, the one that really put Ed Sheeran on the map for me. I mean, I know he's came out with others, but I mean, Barcelona from that album is fantastic. Uh, but yeah, Castle on the Hill is uh, probably the one that uh, I, I think was like, yeah, I'm going to listen to this on repeat for a while. That was a great <laughs> song. <laughs> what is the sexiest song? You know, the sexiest song. Oh, gosh. Uh, I would say I say for me, it's uh, Strip That Down from Liam Payne. From one direction huh. i love it it feels good it's just it's uh i don't know i just love the the, the song the vibe um uh, my husband also loves the song so i don't know maybe it makes me think of my husband so <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so i i would, I would go strip that down it's a, it's a it's a good song i like it i, I love william Payne. he's sexy as hell so. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair that is fair yeah. <laughs> uh what is the song that defined your generation? You know, I, uh, I was born in the late 80s. Obviously, I don't remember the 80s, so I grew up more in the 90s. I would say I'm a 90s guy, a 90s kid. So for me, I, I have to say my opinion, I know everyone has their different opinion on it, but I think what defined us was probably the Spice Girls wannabe, um, if you want to be my lover. That I remember when the Spice Girls movie came out. I remember when they were selling those lollipops to advertise for the film. I remember the soundtracks. I remember cassette tapes on Walkman players, and I was in the store buying them. You know, Spice World, and like you know, all, the song that you would always be blasting is "Wannabe." You know, that was like their song, and even to this day, like that—that's the one that has aged. Like even with me and my friends, we're all in our thirties. You know, we're going to the gastroenterologist now with back problems and all this <laughs> stuff. So. You know, but we'll blast that song, you know, well, that's the one that brings us back to our childhood. So I would say for the millennial generation, I would say that's 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 one at least of the top five of the songs that have defined us. Uh, that's the one I would go with. Yeah. Excellent answer. <laughs> Excellent answer. In your opinion, what is the greatest song ever written? Wow. Uh Gosh, you know, and I love songs, uh, songs that hit me hard are the ones that could be the most well-written. There's a lot out there. Um, I think about this for a second. Uh, let's see. I would say, I would say one of the songs that comes to mind is actually Both Sides Now from Joni Mitchell. That is the correct um, answer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know uh, that song uh, that tugs that the way that's written just it's a great song but when you when you really listen to the lyrics and you see how it's written uh, what power what 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 absolute power and I think the reason why it came to mind first for me was because I don't know if, uh, speaking of Oscars but the Oscar winning film this year was Coda um, and there's a scene in that film where the main protagonist is auditioning for to go to college uh, for a, a, an elite music school. So she sings this number and she sings a version of that song, Both Sides Now. And during the song, her family, who is hard of hearing and deaf, they sneak in to cheer her on. 
um, because basically the whole film is centered around, you know, she's the only person that can speak and hear. So, you know, she's been like kind of their unspoken interpreter. So they don't, they don't really want her to go to college because they're nervous that like, well, we're going to lose our interpreter. So what do we do? But then they also are like, well, you have to live your life too. So it was a really big moment in the film itself when she goes and auditions and, you know, they're supporting her because they know that we have to be selfless and let you live your life too. Um, and she sings the song both sides now. And then in the middle of it, because she knows they're, they're watching her, um, she starts to sign the song as well. Um, and like, you know, the, the family's crying. She's crying. I feel like anyone who's watching the scene is going to be crying. I cried. So, it, that part absolutely just wrecked me. You know, you watch, you saw, you know what I'm talking about. So like that, that moment just destroyed me. I mean, you know, when you take, when you take the scene out of it, you just listen to the song. I mean, the fact that the song is just about, you know, again, like, and I, and I know I've touched on these themes too. It's just the way, like what other songs I've been picking, like just the songs that can really hit you and resonate about life and the realism and what it's like to just look at life and, you know, and just the whole, theme of like I looked at life both on you know both sides now from different angles and just you know and just the way you live life and the way you interpret things it's just I mean the song is just so well written it's a it's just a four minute just powerhouse I mean not and there's no and the reason why I think it's one of the greatest songs written is because there's no shortcuts there's no repeats there's no like yeah 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 like those little like the things that artists do today like to you know to expand time you know and that's fine that's just how pop stars are but Johnny Mitchell didn't do any of that. You know, I mean, it's just, it's just, it's almost like she's just telling you a story. Like, it's almost like I'm sitting down having a cup of coffee with her, just listening to her life story. And that's what makes a song like that beautiful. I mean, I know other songs have done that, but that song really achieved that. And if a song can do that to you, where you almost feel like you're not even listening to a song, you just feel like you're having a conversation with the artist, uh, that, that's when you know it's, 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 it's definitely stands out from the rest. So uh, that's the one I'm going to go with. Both sides now. Yeah, that's, it's a great number. Yes. Um... Melanie C. from the Spice Girls uh, covered it on an album she put out a few years ago. Um, that was just I didn't like, know that. Yeah, she did. She did an album of uh, like Broadway songs. Um, and that's included on it. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Love Melanie. Uh, definitely. So I'm gonna have to check that out for this. Thank you for that. What song is the one that you've listened to the most? Song I listen to the most. Um, let's see. I would say I would say recently it's been "Grown Woman" from Beyonce. Again, I got that from TikTok, but uh, <laughs> I feel like that, uh, yeah, my husband makes fun of me whenever we have, we're, we're playing songs in the car and everything. He's like, where'd you get this from? I'm like, TikTok. But um, yeah, I remember, I remember not really knowing Grown Woman. I, uh, I love Beyonce, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I just, I never heard that song. Never, it never came on my radar. So when I heard it on TikTok and everyone was dancing to it, and this was back in like 2020. So it was one of the, like, one of those like first song trends from the pandemic quarantine when we all found out what TikTok was. Um, even to this day, like 2022, here I am, you know, I'll listen to that song the most for sure. Um, it's, it's a fun song. I love it. I'm surprised it's not like ma as mainstream as some of her other ones. It's, it's, I, I just love it. It's a fun song. You know, I even dance to it and everything. Yeah. Grown woman. It's fun. It's a fun song. Excellent answer. Uh, where, where are we at? Oh, okay. Sorry. Lost my place for a minute. Uh, <laughs> what? is the greatest music video of all time. 
You know, uh, I love music videos. Um, I remember watching them like all the time. Um, yeah, I would say the one that did it for me was uh, Lady Gaga's Marry the Night. Um, I love that music video. It's um, sometimes I'll just go watch it on its own. Um, it's like this 10 minute video. She doesn't even get to the song until like six minutes in. She does this whole, like, it's just so wild. And like, she's in like a mental hospital and like the way, like the way it's just all carried out. It's just so gaga. But I just, I love the way it was delivered and just the way it builds up. And I, My favorite part of the whole music video is when she walks into the room, the foyer and everyone's staring at her and she's wearing this like bedazzled denim jacket. It makes me want to like wear it as well. And she's got these <laughs> high heels on and like, she just looks like a badass. And like, she walks in, she's got the sunglasses and like, she looks up at everyone looking at the balcony, looking down on her. And she's like, what are you going to do about it? Like, you're ready to put up a fight. And I just, that scene alone, just, I just love the way it was filmed, the cinematography behind it. And just, it's just such a badass scene and just so much being said without being spoken. And then of course, like it goes right into the moment where she's in the car and it's like on fire and she's in the alley and the song just officially starts. And just that whole music video, I just, I fell in love with it when I watched it. Um, she, she has some great music videos. Like I remember like, I would be more anxious and more like excited for the music video than the single itself. So like, cause she's, I mean, she hasn't really done recently like music videos at that caliber where they almost like become short films. But um, I would say Marion and I was for me, the one that was like, yeah, like Gaga is going to be an icon for years to come. Um, not that I, I didn't feel that way already but like yeah just the way she delivered that was amazing i mean of course thinking back i love a good you know michael jackson i mean i i'm like i'm all i mean i love classics as well and he's got some he has the benchmark probably to pave the way for probably artists like lady gaga to do the music videos they've done to make that style of like we're gonna do like a 25 minute video for a <laughs> three minute song but uh you know because i think of like thriller obviously is just number one but I, i'm trying i don't want to be as cliche either but uh but uh, for me, I would say, you know, Gaga for is Mary the Night's the one that in recent memory is the one I go back to. I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's what's the greatest musical collaboration of all time? You know, for me, I would say um, Daft Punk from uh, that did Get Lucky with Farrell. I love that song and I just love the way, I mean, just the way it merged together. I mean, Daft Punk is amazing. I love, I love Daft Punk. Um, and so, uh, um, yeah, Get Lucky is the one that I go back to is I think one of the greatest collaborations that we've seen, um, at least in the top 10 for sure. Excellent answer. Excellent answer. If you could have a song play whenever you enter a room, what would it be? Ah, you know, I would say, and my friends will probably agree with me on this because they just know me like an open book here. I would say it goes to the soundtrack of The Great Gatsby, uh, the 2013 film. I love, love, love that film. It's so good because I'm a sucker for anything like the 1920s jazz era and Gatsby vibes and just you know, all of that. So in that, in that movie, there's um, uh, Fergie actually sings a song. They'd feature a song. It's called little party, never kill nobody. Mm -hmm. And it's the song that is played during the Gatsby party, which, you know, that whole soundtrack is a whole like trip because they're playing like rap music and pop music in a 1920s film, but it's somehow it just fit and it just works. And it's just, it, you know, at first you're like, this makes no sense. Why is Jay-Z, you know, having a song in the soundtrack? And, <laughs> 
you know, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, actually, for some reason, Baz Luhrmann made it make sense. And it's great. But I just love it. The whole mood. I love Art Deco. Like, I'm just into all that. So for me, like that, like that's part of my brand. That's who I am. I love Gatsby. I just love that um, whole mood and vibe. And, you know, if I if I had the house for it, I would have Gatsby level parties myself. So I feel like anytime I walk into a room, I want that to be playing, you know, and here at my martini, you know, just stepping in ready for a good time so that that's me that that would that would probably be like you know play that when i'm walking in you'll know lewis is in the house you know come on in it's gatsby time i love that um what is the song that no matter what kind of playlist you're making this song will always be on it no matter what playlist i'm making um a good one i would say i would say for me this is gonna be weird because it's it's not a happy song but um i would say waving through a window from the dear evan hansen soundtrack um the broadway oh show dear evan hansen i um i love it it's it's a song i'll listen to on its own even without seeing the show um, I relate to it so much because mental health is just, you know, and mental struggles is just a huge passion of mine. I try to raise awareness as much as possible to break that stigma of, you know, normalizing it, talking about it. And so that whole show really resonated with me so much, just the way that it captured the struggle of mental health and what it's like to have, you know, kind of that um, debilitating anxiety and the depression. And of course, raising awareness on suicide and bullying and, uh, the whole show is amazing. And so I would say waving through a window is one that like, I don't know. I just, I feel so close to home with it because I felt that I felt what Evan Hansen felt in that song. Um, when you're just, you know, I want to be involved. I want to be included. I want to be out there as well. You know, it goes back to what I was saying about even out there from hunchback, you know, just those same themes, but you know, but you just can't bring yourself to have the strength to do it. Like I, I find myself to be an extrovert, you know, and I, and so there are a lot of times I may not have a struggle with talking to people, but then there are times I do. And, I have all this anxiety of like, do people like me? And, you know, did I, am I annoying people? Oh my gosh, you know, and just all this just craziness and just, you know, and then you feel like you're just waving through a window, of course, because you just, you know, because you feel like life is passing you by because you, you know, you don't want to take those chances and putting yourself out there because you're worried about what people would say, especially in the world of like social media. I know that stopped me a few times with, um, and has given me writer's block of putting up some, myself out there further on TikTok or Instagram because you're like, oh, you know, what if, you know, what if the world doesn't like what I put out there? And then you have to just get to the point where you're like, yeah, fuck it, you know? And, um, you know, and just try to have that confidence and have that battle. But, um, but I love Waving Through a Window because it is a great song. It's, it's definitely one that has hit home to me to, to, to illustrate the struggle of anxiety of just like how, how much sometimes we have this, these irrational fears where like no one's, there's nothing, you know, there's nothing to fear, but you're, you're, you're making it a realistic scenario where you're like the worst case scenario and all this stuff. And, you know, and I've had my husband out of talking about the ledge a couple of times on, on some of those scenarios where you're like, Oh my gosh, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? And then, if, you know, let's just not do it. You know, let's just not, you know, I'll just stay here and wave through the window and essentially. And um, so when I heard the song, I remember it hitting so close to home. So I, I think because of that, I'll put it on any of my playlists um, one, cause I love Broadway. And two, because it's just it's just a good personal song that I, I, I really feel the most. So, um, yeah, Waving Through a Window for me is one that I'll put on any of my playlists. Uh, I, I, it, it's, what's weird is I've, I've actually have exercised to that song and that soundtrack. <laughs> people are like, why? Like, what? Like, <laughs> why are you exercising to Dear Evan Hansen of all shows? But I don't know. That's just me. You know, when, when a song hits close to home, even if it's not like 
the most feel good song or the melody is weird and not you would not think is one to pump you up when you're doing like an exercise or driving or a road trip it's just for me it's just still enough to put be put on a playlist so yeah excellent <laughs> all right so this next question is a three-parter okay uh first part what is your go-to song when you're cleaning the house i'm cleaning the house i would say for me it's working for the weekend um gosh why am i blanking by who did it though but it's the uh, 80s song working for the yeah. weekend uh, oh my gosh it's gonna kill me now hang on um, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna google it right like wait a minute it's just such a great lover song. boy lover boy and um I, I love it you know i i it makes me feel like i'm like tom cruise and you know <laughs> just you know w- without pants on with the shirt just you know sliding through the house with the with swifter and uh i don't know it's just a fun song i love that one that's the one i play when i'm uh when i actually like have to do like the dirty work of like clean the shower <laughs> and things like that ironically i do a lot of my household chores on the weekend so uh, I'm not really working for the weekend. I'm working on the weekend, but okay, I guess, you know, I digress, but yeah, that's, I love, I love a good eighties number. So 80s songs for me is just great. I love it. What is your go-to workout song? My go-to workout song. Um, a good one i would say right now um i would say for me it's been hammer to fall from queen um i love that song um that's probably one of my favorite queen songs um i know like of course a lot of people when they think queen you know i think you know um um some oh my gosh somebody anybody bites the dust or oh gosh another one bites the dust another one bites the dust i knew it was an a and i was like why am i playing again <laughs> Another one bites the dust or Bohemian Rhapsody. But um, yeah, for me, Hammer to Fall is the one that I think uh, gets me going when I exercise. Now, again, I'm weird when I exercise. You would think like something techno is what I would go with or something like that. But like, you know, give me a good rock song or a good Broadway show tune. Um, fun fact, though. OK, on a side note, I ran a run Disney marathon um, in 2015 in California. And that was when the Adele single Hello first released. And I ran to Hello. Okay, just to get, just to give you an idea, and my friend was like, "Why are you running to hello?" And like, and I'm like running, like feeling good, and she's like, "What are you listening to?" And then like, so I tell her, and she's just like, "You are so weird." That is okay. <laughs> like, all right. So yeah, I, you know, I, I have no rhyme or reason to the songs that can get me to exercise. If it gets me, you know, in the mood to run or exercise, it, it counts. You know, I guess that works. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I. And last part, what is your go-to driving song? Go-to driving song. Oh, you know, let me actually, I'm blanking on the artist, but I know it's, um, it's El King, El King, and it's called America's Sweetheart. Um, love love that song. It makes me think a little bit of uh, what I was saying earlier about Bonnie McKee, American Girl. Um, same vibe, just 
down, windows down, drive down on the highway. Um, I would say America's Sweetheart by L. King. She's another one I would have loved to have, you know, seen more come from. Maybe again with that one hit wonder. Um, but yeah, that's a fun song. The chorus, the hook really hooks you. And just enough for me where I'm like, just air down sunglasses, you know, sunset. Let me just blare it while I'm driving down. You know? Yeah. I would say that's the one I go with sometimes. So this question, um, is a two-parter. Um, the first part is what is one song you would give anything to see played live? And then the second part to this question is, would it be a cover or would it be by the original artist? You know, um, I would say it would be Saturday night. All right. Uh, from Elton John and I would want it to be I would be okay if it's the original of course because I love Elton John um, but I would also be quite all right if it's Taron Egerton who gets to do it um, who played him in the movie Rocket Man because um, I love him and um, my husband knows that he's my celebrity crush but <laughs> um, you know I love I, I, I'm obsessed with the Kingsman movies because of him but uh, <laughs> but I would say yeah Saturday night uh, is all right yeah that's that's the one i love that song so much and probably maybe leaning more on like the cover version because i think i love the soundtrack version more than the original because the way taron delivered it was just so much more fun um and i thought his voice was incredible so i i i, I would love to see taron uh probably sing the song yeah but i also love elton because elton's just an icon so you know either way and i know time is ticking because i think elton's on his farewell tour, tour now as we speak so or if not his, or maybe it has already wrapped up so <laughs> I, I may have to i may have to settle for a cover so <laughs> hey so we have just about come to the end of the show oh okay um so you've died um and you are at the gates of whatever kind of like afterlifey type thing that you believe in. Um, and before they will let you in, uh, they're going to give you a welcome basket and it's got coffee and socks and brochures of, of things. Um, there, there is also a mixtape in this um, welcome basket and it is the mixtape of your entire life. So, the most important question that you will answer in this time that we've spent together today is what is the first song on that mixtape? No pressure. My goodness. I guess this is, uh, this must be chapter one of the handbook for the recently deceased, you know, <laughs> with uh, Beetlejuice there, a little um, Deo playing. But I would say for me, um the first one that popped in was someone in the crowd from la la land um i i well just the title i feel right like here comes all these recently deceased people but here i am someone in the crowd (laughs) you know come pick me out everybody and that's just my whole vibe uh you know i mean i love love the song it's just a fun song again it's that love letter to hollywood vibe and that's just who i am so i feel like people know me well um and even whoever is out there in the great beyond probably already knows that about me. So I'm sure that won't be surprised that that's my song. 
you know, it's just that, you know, someone's in the crowd. I like to just, I have a lot of energy when I'm in the room, when I'm in a crowd, I like to just kind of be that, you know, approachable and that ball of energy that people can relate to and just get to appreciate and smile and make people smile. And, um, and just also just the song itself, it, it resonates with me so much because it's just, it's a, a nod to who I am with loving the Oscars, loving Hollywood, loving musicals and La La Land being a culmination of all of that. So yeah, I would say, um, I mean, I'm hoping it's not soon, but uh, it would be <laughs> that song. I mean, because things could change, right? You know, give it another couple of years, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I have a different song. But uh, yeah, if it was tomorrow, you know, I'd be like, well, that's the, I guess that's the go-to. Let's go. You know, Apple Music, let's play it. Let's, you know, do they, do they have uh, Apple Music subscriptions in heaven? Let's see. You know, so. Absolutely. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Why would they not? Why would they not, right? Why would they not? Um, Lewis, thank you so very much for this um i have i have enjoyed this immensely um if you would like to tell the folks listening at home all over the world uh where they can find you on social media i highly recommend that they follow you um well thank you, can- you. uh first off thank you so much this is great i love following <laughs> you i love listening to your podcast it's just fun it, it, it's feel good especially you know hey in the craziness that we're living today right we need we just need to have some of these fun chats and and all that too and i love following you too especially with your headlines but um but yeah no uh thank you for having me this was really great i appreciate you thinking of me and uh thank you for following me um if uh y'all who are listening want to know a little bit more about me and who i am um yeah follow me on tiktok at coffee talk with lulu um lulu is spelled l-o-u-l-o-u um same thing with instagram coffee talk with lulu um you know, just uh, again, because my nickname is Lulu and you'll know I love coffee. So hence, if everyone's like, why is it coffee? Why, what's, what's this kid's obsession with coffee? But um, but yeah, Coffee Talk with Lulu. I'm also on Twitter as well. Again, um, I think I'm, actually, I forgot my handle on Twitter. But <laughs> I <don't, laughs> I'll track it down and put it in the episode description. I think it's Coffee with Lulu. I couldn't do Coffee Talk. It was too long. So that's, that's the one that stumped me. But yeah, Coffee Talk with Lulu. I'm mostly on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, um, and who knows my, you know, you'll see my husband, my husband's really private. He doesn't, um, he doesn't love social media. So like he's rarely, um, in any of my TikTok videos. Uh, but, uh, so, but you may see him sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll be like, let's do one. And he's like, okay, fine. And you know, so, so who knows, you may get a, 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 a double appearance there, but yes, mostly I'll try to do some fun stuff. So follow me for some fun things for sure. Yeah. I, I try to keep it fun, lighthearted. I do get serious, uh, on there too, especially sometimes you guys, you know, you gotta raise awareness, but, uh, but for the most part, I like to be fun. So give me a follow. Yes, please, please follow this man. Um, he, he is a fantastic follow, a fantastic person. And that is it for this episode of Your Life, the Mixtape. Uh, we'll be back next week with an all new guest. Love this podcast? Consider supporting this show. You decide how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Visit the link in the episode description to support now.